Welcome to Museum Camp. I'm Megan. I'm Madison. Hello. Thanks for joining us. Hey, we're so happy you're here we're, with us. It's been so long. Oh, it's like been a month. years and years. Uh, yeah, dog years and years. Yeah. <laughs> Um, realistically it's been but of human time yeah it's only been about a month if you're operating off of human time right now (laughs) let us know which calendar you prefer gregorian dog Dog. (laughs) those are your only two options that's it i can't think of a single calendar no mayan mayan (laughs) oh my god yeah um Uh, uh, madison what have you been up to what have i been up to He just starts thrashing. Campers, please know that right now, Madison and I are very chilled out on the couch. We've got a a fire going on the Netflix. It's blazing. It's blazing. And the dogs are here. And they may make their presence known. And they have. And they have. Uh, Leroy just started thrashing. (laughs) Um... And I don't know what we expected. Yeah, I don't know what we expected. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What have I been up to? Great question. Yeah, you've got big news. I oh. think we should just probably. Oh, yeah. I forgot that we haven't talked about we that. We haven't talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got engaged. Is that the big news you're yeah, thinking? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like did, I'm like Rolodexing. I was like, did news? something else happen? Yeah. No, that's, um, pre- that's pretty that's big news. That's pretty big. It's yeah. The, it's the biggest in a long time. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I got engaged. Gage. Uh, to be married. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to be married. <laughs> um, so that's my big news. <laughs> Leroy is looking at us like he also has big news. Leroy, what's Or maybe news? he's just reacting to mine. I don't think we ever officially told him. Yeah. Uh, I think we just came home one day. He's like, this is the first time hearing <laughs> of it. <laughs> we were never that explicit. Uh, um yeah so i've just been um getting used to wearing jewelry yeah not a big jewelry gal not a big jewelry gal no um and so that's been fun Mm -hmm. um and then have decided to get married in the second half of next year so that i have the ability to just chill yes we love a chill engagement oh my god yes and as it turns out if you go to a restaurant and there they ask if, you know, oh, you know, what brings us in? Are we celebrating anything? If I say we just got engaged, yeah. free champagne out the ass. Ugh. Oh, my God. Out the ass. I will be milking this potentially for the rest of my life. I sure hope so. Yeah. Um, Megan, what have you been up to? Um, I've got some TV to talk about. Uh. I, I am also, I have been prepping for potentially one of the biggest vacations that I've taken in years. Um, I'm going on a three week vacation in, I calculated today, 18 days. Oh my God. The countdown has begun. Not just a vacation. It's not just a vacation. It's, um, it's a wild vacation. Well, I was going to say it's a belated honeymoon. (laughs) It's a belated honeymoon slash like part of it's going to be a wedding for someone else. So yeah, we're just going to travel the world and it's going to be great. Where are you going? I say as she starts to take a drink of water. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad you asked. We're going to (laughs) Indonesia and New Zealand. So So jealous. It's going to be the best. I'm so jealous. It's going to be great. But as far as TV goes, let me get on my 
soapbox for a second. Please First do. of all, I've, as I mentioned to you, but I got to mention it to the campers. I just recently rewatched Murder on Middle Beach. Oh, what a great, truly one of the best murder docs. It's unparalleled. It's so good. It's very good. Um, other than that, um, Abbott Elementary started watching for the oh first time, God. as did you. Yeah, you mentioned it to me, and I was like, all right, twist my arm, I'll try it. And yeah. I've been just lapping it right up. Yep, yep, yep. Just. Just. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a good in a microphone. Song. Yeah. Well, my mouth is a little drier than I anticipated. <laughs> sure, it's hard to lap with cotton mouth. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, yeah, we've been watching The Last of Us. Oh, yeah. How are you liking that? I I mean, along with every other person in the world, <laughs> I have to say I love it. <laughs> We're really savoring it. Good. Um, but then last night, what is today? Today's Tuesday. So two nights ago, I think. Um, or maybe it was last night. I don't know. Um, the new season of Succession started, which is oh. just a game changer uh, TV wise for us. Yeah. So, yeah. Beautiful. That's all we've been watching. Um, I have a few things I've been watching too. Please. First and foremost, I sat you on my couch and forced you to watch the mole. Yeah. I can't believe we haven't talked about this. Yet. I know. Um, and speaking of which the other night I started watching the celebrity mole that they have <gasps> on Netflix. Is it, isn't like Kathy Gifford or something in there? Yeah. Kathy Griffith, which one? Gr- Ka- Griffith. Griffith. Because it's Kathy, Kathy Griffin. Griffin and Griffin, and then there's like Kathy Lee Gifford. Yeah, it's who's Kathy like a politician Griffin. or something. Yeah, yeah, I always get them confused. It's like the funniest people in it. Like there's a Baldwin brother, and <laughs> it's so <laughs> the good. dad from um, Psych, isn't it? <laughs> like, is that that one's still hosted by Anderson Cooper, right? No, oh, it no? was some other guy that I didn't recognize. Oh my god! But I need to find. They had them on Netflix when they took them off, obviously, but. The first two seasons of the original Mole uh-huh. are so good. And Anderson Cooper is like a little tiny baby. Oh. And yeah, I'd love to see some of those. It's very good. But I couldn't the, find them. I know. They're hard to find. Yeah. The other big news in my life is mm-hmm. that Ted Lasso season three. I can't believe I left it off I my know. List. I know. Oh, my God. Uh, it is very good. I am I'm feeling vulnerable about it. I'm mm-hmm. ready for it to just it has total control over my heart. Yeah. Um so there's that. And then speaking of Apple TV Plus, um another thing we started watching was well, we're starting to get caught up on Servant. Oh, finally. Finally. Yeah. I'm so glad. The last season kind of got crazy. Did it? Um, and I felt like like when they started getting crazy in this most recent season or the last season, mm-hmm. um, I it felt like they had dragged out the other ones a little too much. I really? Was like, yeah. I was like, you guys could have done more for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's very good. I know. It's good. I forgot how good it was. It's hard because like, I guess we stopped watching like, well, we watched all of season two, but then I don't remember really any of it there's so much happened in it and I don't really I didn't really remember yeah much of it so we're kind of going back and piecing it all together and then okay, we'll good. get yeah. caught up so lots of tv mm-hmm. um also I've been watching and I've texted you about this endlessly but I've watched a lot of 
the new Netflix reboot of Unsolved Mysteries. Yes. I've been really catching up. That's been my like Friday afternoon tradition lately is like shutting my computer off for work and then like cleaning up and, you know, getting ready for the weekend or whatever while I have Unsolved Mysteries on. Mm. And it is just the best. That's so good. I love it. I I love love it. it. Um, what else has been going on in our lives? <laughs> you had a birthday. I had a birthday. Um, yeah. I am really into my 30s. Yes. Just full on, <laughs> full on in my 30s. Yeah. The gray hair is coming in, you guys. Yeah. And, and it looks great on you. Thank you so much. Oh my God, you're I welcome. Love it. I love it. <laughs> um, Campers, essentially we're um, just really dancing around <laughs> an announcement yeah um but i think on our itinerary it's the next thing to talk about right i think so okay you had an itinerary not an agenda agenda um campers after a much much thought and discussion madison and i have decided to put an end to this sweet little podcast yes and um, we want to do a final send off. This is yeah. our our last episode. Yeah, you know how at summer camp. Well, I don't know if they did this at normal camps or just the ones that I went to. I only know church camp. Okay, so at <laughs> church camp, typically you like learn a, a worship song <laughs> yeah. and like some weird hand motions Always. and stuff. And then bef- your parents come and pick you up. Um, and then right before that, you like perform for them. Mm-hmm. This is that moment. This is that moment. You guys but are a little parents. bit less cult. <laughs> um, and yeah, some other dynamics that are different. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few other differences, but mostly the meat and potatoes of it are the same. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Megan, first of all, thank you for taking that because we hadn't talked about who was going to say that. <laughs> And it sure wasn't going to be me. Yeah, I just figured it would yeah. be me. Um, I'm really good at breaking bad news. You are. Yeah, yeah. you did a great job. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I think we are, it's bittersweet where, you know, we've loved this podcast. We've loved, you know, connecting with and meeting you all, researching these insane, hilarious museums. We've learned so much. We've learned so much. Over how long? I we mean. We started this. We started it at the end of 2020. Yeah. Came out January fourth, twenty twenty one. Yes, yeah. So we've been doing this for almost three years, Oof. but campers have only heard it for like two and a half. Yeah, um, two and some. Yeah, um, you do the math. You, you guys. do the math. You obviously math. know that we're not going to do that. <laughs> um, but a few things just to kind of give some context and color to this decision is yeah. that um, this takes a lot of time, and that's mm-hmm. fine. Um, but as we are, you know, going through other stages in our lives, um, our, you know, values and priorities are shifting a little bit. And so, um, you know, we want to take care of ourselves and, and some of those things. Um, but also to be honest with you, I feel like we've done pretty much all the good museums. I, yeah, I mean, not really. There's a lot of great museums. There's a lot of great museums, Uh, but like we have really, I mean, it's been such a long time, you know, there's only so many museums in the world, but also like you said, I think the priority thing is such a big part of it Mm -hmm. because to me, this podcast has been so, so special. And the moment that you feel something like that 
not becoming your mm-hmm. first priority, that's, I think, you know. That's a sign. Yeah. That's a sign. Absolutely. And so we wanted to kind of quit while we're ahead. Yeah. Um, and make sure that we have... Everyone's like, we don't fucking care. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just like, trying to be like, up. okay, it's not that serious. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we wanted to make sure that this wasn't ever something that we grew to like resent. Yeah. Because it was just like, you know, an extra five hours every week of work. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and I'm glad we never got to that. And I'm place. glad we never got to that place. Yes. So um, in our commitment to only ever bringing you quality content, mm-hmm. we're, we're, uh, we're drawing we're bowing out in the sand. Absolutely. Um, but don't you worry, campers, we have a lot still in store for you over the next X amount of time. Yeah. I don't know. However long this is going to be. Um, I mean, our, uh, our stream of the fire goes for an hour, but we can, we can loop that. We can loop it. We We can can restart it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so with that, I think for one last time, (laughs) for one last time. Goodbye intro. Goodbye intro. <laughs> Not you saying that making me emotional. <laughs> oh my gosh. And hello main segment. <laughs> hello main segment. Um, we and love you. We love you. And campers, here's the other thing about this. We have an outline, you know, composed of yes. how we wanted this to go, but we have done no like mutual prep. We've only done individual <laughs> prep. Yeah, it's going to be a train wreck. So it's going to be hilarious. It's going to be exactly like every other episode. Yep. Where we're flying by the seat of our pants. Always. Yeah. Always. <laughs> okay. Okay. I would love to start with maybe some um, like top threes, maybe. Oh, uh, I've got some tops. Okay. Can't, can't say I've limited it to three. Okay, that's fair. Well, I was going to be like top tens. And then I was like, uh, I was like, we didn't talk about numbers. Yeah, we didn't talk numbers. <laughs> Let's just do tops. Yeah, let's just do tops. We'll just do tops. It's our podcast. Yeah. We can do however many we want. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Um, So my categories are top moments, top episodes, and top episode names. Uh, (laughs) Ah. Love all those things. Um, Do you want to start or you want me to go first? No, you go ahead. Okay. Um, Favorite moments, and they actually all come from immature history. Ah. Immature history was so much more fun than I thought it would be when it was we first. So good. Yeah. Um, so first of all, you can't forget the 1904 men's Olympic. My marathon. favorite one. That was that's one of my favorite like stories of all time. I recently reread that Ugh. article on Wikipedia for something uh, oddly unrelated, um, and it was so it's so funny. Should we read an excerpt? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. let's see if you can get through it i don't know if i will okay so this is the wikipedia article for the uh 1904 summer olympics men's marathon (laughs) Uh, the men's marathon at the 1904 summer olympics in st louis united states took place on august 30th of that year over a distance of 24.85 miles which is 40 kilometers. Yeah. Uh, the race was run during the hottest part of the day mm-hmm. on dusty country roads <laughs> with minimal water supply. <laughs> While 32 athletes representing seven nations uh, competed, only 14 <laughs> managed to complete the race, <laughs> which was a bizarre affair due to poor organization and officiating. Mm-hmm. 
while Frederick Lortz was greeted as the apparent winner, he was later disqualified as he had hitched a ride in a car for part of the race. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is very Michael Scott fun oh, run. Very much so. Uh, a side effect of being administered. Oh, sorry. The actual winner, Thomas Hicks, was near collapse and hallucinating by the end of the race. A side effect of being administered brandy, raw eggs, and strychnine by his trainers. <laughs> strychnine. The fourth place finisher, Andarine Carvajal, took a nap during the race after <laughs> eating spoiled apples. <laughs> It's so funny. <laughs> Hold on. There's some really good, um, really, there's more details in this that yeah. just honestly are so funny. Um, okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the start included five laps around the stadium track. The rest of the course was on dusty country roads with race officials riding in vehicles ahead of and behind the runners. This created dust clouds yeah. that exacerbated the severely hot and humid conditions with a temperature of around 90 degrees Holy Fahrenheit, 32 degrees Celsius. Shit. Uh, the race or the course was not cleared of obstacles for the marathon. And then... <laughs> The one, it's the Olympics too. It's not like it's just also, some like, like walkathon. Never forget that when I read this initially, you didn't catch that I said the it was the Olympics. I so know. when the reveal yeah. came, you were so I was losing my mind. Yeah, that this was real. Um, the runners had to quote constantly dodge cross town traffic. <laughs> Delivery wagons, railroad trains, trolley cars, and people walking their dogs. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> 1904 was not our year. Not our year. Um, oh, my God. And then let's get to the race a little bit. Yeah. Um, during the race, John Lorden, who'd actually won the 1903 Boston Marathon, was violently ill after 10 miles and retired. Okay. While Sam Miller, who had won the 1902 Boston Marathon, was also overcome by the dust. Um, yeah, it'll get in your lungs. It'll get in your lungs and kill you. Yeah. Another near fatality during the event was William Garcia of the United States. He was found lying in the road along the marathon course <laughs> with, this is not funny, it's not with funny. severe internal injuries caused by breathing the clouds of dust. Yeah. Uh, the first to arrive at the finish line... <laughs> After three hours and 13 minutes uh, was Fred Lortz. After being hailed as the winner, he had his photograph taken with Alice Roosevelt. We Ooh, love yeah, Alice. We uh, and was about to be awarded the gold medal when his subterfuge was revealed. <laughs> Lortz, suffering cramps, had actually dropped out of the race after nine miles and hitched a ride back to the stadium in a car, <laughs> waving at spectators and runners alike <laughs> during the ride. <laughs> and like... <laughs> Well, bro, what did you think was going to happen? And then the car broke down oh, at yeah. the 19th mile. <laughs> and he re-entered the race and jogged across the finish line. I forgot that the car broke down. Oh, my God. I mean, everything that could have gone wrong, absolutely it happened. Did. Yeah. Um, upon being confronted by officials, he immediately admitted his deception. And despite his claim that he was joking, they banned him for life. <laughs> <laughs> I was just joking, you guys. Uh, God. Yeah. It, it Later, it was found out that he had not intended to defraud. He just thought, I like to think that he was like, oh, yeah, of course, I'm here first. Like, th yeah. not not anticipating that anyone would actually think that was real. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, you fucking idiot. Yeah, because it was, what, three hours or something? How long does it take to run a marathon? Um, three well, hours seems like For me, it would take... 
a lifetime yeah. because I would simply die yeah, would at die. the end. So yeah. it would take the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think for like actual marathon runners, it's mm-hmm. in the like, oh, I'm going to embarrass myself. I don't know. Because like, I feel like they get down to like a seven minute mile. Yeah. So just some math. quick math of what's seven times 26.2. I'm not doing that. I'm Googling okay. average How, time average to marathon. marathon. I feel like it's like two and a half to like four hours. Yeah. Four. This says four and a half. Oh, okay. So I was average wrong. marathon time worldwide. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, we already know what happened to Thomas Hicks. Mm-hmm. He got strychnine. <laughs> um, this is the best. I, re- I distinctly remember you saying this line and I was, I <laughs> thought I was going to have an asthma attack. Um, so he was getting, so obviously he was not doing well. Yeah. Uh, he was ill. <laughs> um, he re- he led the race by a mile and a half. Wow. But had to be restrained from stopping and lying down, <laughs> which like just let the man lie down let for like a down. second. Good yeah. Lord. Um, from then until the end of the race, he received several doses of strychnine, which is rat poison. Yeah. Um, mixed with brandy and an egg white. <laughs> That'll cut it. He continued to battle onwards, hallucinating, barely able to walk for most of the course. When he reached the stadium, his support team <laughs> his support team carried him over the line, holding him in the air while he shuffled his feet as if still running. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, and he almost died. Um, I mean, there's so many... There's so many good ones. A uh, Cuban postman, <laughs> Andarine Carvajal, uh, yeah. joined the marathon. He arrived at the last minute. He lost all of his money gambling in New Orleans, so he decided to go to hitchhike to St. Louis uh-huh. and had to run the event in street clothes. Just wearing regular clothes. <laughs> uh, not having eaten in 40 hours, he saw a spectator, <laughs> <laughs> so spectator eating two peaches. He asked if he could have the peaches, and the spectator declined. <laughs> savage uh he then stole both peaches and ran away (laughs) that is so good but then he got you know karma came for him because he's the one that stopped off in an orchard yeah orchard and ate some apples which turned out to be rotten and also it's like i mean i guess if you haven't eaten in 40 hours and you're about to die from running a marathon you maybe don't notice but like you can tell pretty quickly when apples are and are not rotten yeah also yeah it's it's very evident when an apple is rotten (laughs) it doesn't sneak up on you no it does not um but also like imagine thinking it's a good idea to run a marathon if you haven't eaten in 40 hours like just rain check i couldn't sit on the couch doing nothing if i hadn't eaten in 40 hours yeah 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 it's (laughs) insane um Oh, man. So the rotten apples just got uh, caused him to have st- strong stomach cramps. Yeah. And he had to lie down and take a nap. Um, <laughs> he still managed to finish in fourth place. <laughs> Incredible. Because everyone else was just, <laughs> was just dying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and then the last thing about this, the only two sources of water for the competitors were a water <laughs> tower at six miles. Yeah. And a well at about the 12 mile mark. Yeah. So like. <laughs> Oops. Oopsie, they forgot that if you're running so many fucking miles that you actually need to hydrate. Oh, my God. (coughs) Uh, Apparently, the, like, chairman or whatever, the organizer of the Olympics, 
Uh, it says his ostensible reason for this was to conduct research on, quote, purposeful dehydration. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. The marathon. Do that any other do time. Do that any other time. Or simply don't do it without consent. <laughs> yeah. The marathon ended with the worst ratio of entrance to finishers, 14 of 32. Oh, that is rough. Ugh. And even that number seems high. It does seem high. Yeah. For what um, they were going through. Yeah. All right, so we're moving along at a great place, yeah. great pace. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so this, your favorite this... moment so far was the 1904 Men's Olympics. Yeah. Continue. Um, my next one on the list is Jeff the Mongoose, oh, which I've pulled up. Jeff and the I'll, Talking Mongoose. I'll read a little bit. Yep. Give um, a taste. So as if you, if you all can remember, Jeff was a mongoose who lived in a house with a family, unbeknownst to them for a little while, um, talking to them <laughs> at first through the walls. And then I think he kind of became part of the family. Yeah. They were just like, I guess this is our life now. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so here's an excerpt from the Wikipedia page. The Irving say that Jeff communicated to them that he was an extra, extra clever mongoose, an earthbound spirit and a ghost in the form of a mongoose. And once said, quote, I am a freak. I have hands and I have feet. And if you saw me, you'd faint. You'd be petrified, mummified, turned into stone or a pillar of salt. I mean, so unnecessarily threatening. So on brand for someone named Jeff to say that. So on brand. The Irvings made various claims about Jeff. He supposedly guarded their house and informed them of the approach of guests or any (laughs) unfamiliar dog. It sounds like he was simply a dog. It sounds like he was a dog. Just a weird looking dog. They said that if someone had forgotten to put out the fire at night, Jeff would go down and stomp the stove. (laughs) Great. The Irvings claimed Jeff would also wake people up when they overslept. And whenever mice got into the house, Jeff supposedly assumed the role of the cat, although he preferred to scare them rather than kill them. Um, the Irvings say that they gave Jeff biscuits, chocolates, and bananas and food was left for him in a saucer suspended from the ceiling. What? Which, like, <laughs> like, why? Which he took when he thought no one was watching. Sure. Sure. The Irvings claimed the mongoose regularly accompanied them on trips to the market, but always stayed on the other side of the hedges, chatting incessantly. Unreal. I just. I love Jeff. Jeff. Geff. Geff. Yeah, it's spelled G-E-F, which is just unreal. Um, And then finally, um, Robert Liston. Is he the time me gentleman? Yes. I was thinking about that one earlier. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's the guy that has the highest mortality rate for a surgery. It's like 300%. Yeah. He... (laughs) He killed the person he was operating on. Also, I think ended up sta- like cutting someone else, and they bled out. And, and then someone like died, died from fright or yeah. shock, yeah, because of it. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> oh man. Um, okay. I didn't write these down. I was just gonna wing it. Yeah, wing I it. I have a lot of favorites when it comes to amateur history. Yeah, I was like cataloging all of these earlier, mm-hmm. and I was like. God damn, history really done it. Yeah. Um, okay, so obviously the 1904 Men's Olympics. That yes. was, that will I never mean, that will never 
go out of style for me. Yeah. Uh, one I really loved was Tommy Tucker. Tommy. That was, I think, my second yeah, amateur history. Yeah, it was there. Yeah. Um, and that was the, like, squirrel that became, like, a <laughs> an, I- like an, icon. an icon. I mean, he was wearing costumes. And a trans squirrel. Visiting. He was wearing women's yeah, costumes. Yeah, he was wearing women's costumes. Yeah. School children were writing him letters. Uh, he was great. The best. Um, so I loved that one. Um. Oh my God! So many of these. Yeah. I, I really loved a lot of the like eccentrics uh-huh. we talked about. Yes. Um, so many eccentrics. There's so many eccentrics. I think one of the first or one of the most recent ones that we did, I really loved, um, which was <laughs> William John Cavendish Scott Benchink. Yes. Um, who was the like weird eccentric, obviously redundant, who wore like a really tall hat uh-huh. and who had like a full maze under his house. Yeah, the tunneler guy. I mean, he was a, a real hoot. Oh, uh, so I loved him. Um, and then what was <gasps> I feel like yeah. I left something off the list go, that's just coming for to me right go now. Go for it. The... When we discovered that micronation. Yes. Molossia. Molossia. Oh, my God. And why did we discover that? Because it was like a source for something that we had read in another image Yeah, it was the weirdest coincidence. We'll have to go back and... Um, Their currency is cookie dough, if I remember correctly. (laughs) Oh, my God. So good. Um, I... Um, what was there's one that you did? Oh, one of my favorite episodes of Immature History. Uh huh. Was and I don't remember what order we did these in. Um, but I did Henry Paget, the dancing Marquess, who oh. is that really like flamboyant, mm-hmm. incredible. I can picture him in my mind. Yeah, Marquess, yeah. whatever that yes. is. Um, and then you did the Ravens of the Tower of London. <laughs> And I remember laughing so hard. I think that episode was like super long. Yeah, it was probably our longest one. Mm-hmm. Um, but potentially, aside from, um, aside from the men's Olympics, mm-hmm. maybe my favorite. And well, it's hard to say, but I. I loved the one where the dog in Paris was pushing children into the (laughs) sand for the beef steak because (laughs) because he learned that if you that if he rescues a child from the river if he pulls one out of the river then he gets a beef steak he gets rewarded that's how you train and that's how you train dogs yeah thanks Pavlov oh my god that one (laughs) killed me oh so good so good um I also and I uh, like I said didn't really write these down should have didn't um but there are a few that I liked where we had accidental themes oh yeah and so one um where was it there okay so amateur history number 74 okay I did animals who have run for office yeah and you did animals who have stood trial oh and I think I mean, that one was really great. That was a great theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then my other favorite theme that we did accidentally, of course, mm-hmm. was, um, and I don't remember how to say it. 
God, there's so many good ones as I'm scrolling through. I know. It's, I want to read all of these again. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, it was one where we both had like words that had a silent P in front of them. Because <laughs> I did George Salamanzar. Yeah, what was? Um, which I'm desperately trying to find. I'm sure. <laughs> Fabio's goose incident. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So yours was teradomania, fern fever. Teradomania. And mine was George Salmanazar. The silent P. Salmanazar. Salmanazar. Sorry. Salmanazar. Yeah. And I loved that one. Oh, so good. Because a silent P is rare. It's rare. It's yeah. not often that you get to use it's a not silent often. P. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Favorite episode titles, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. We have some good ones. <laughs> Okay, I have to say, I feel like we always strived to have the funniest episode titles. Yeah. It was a big part of this podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and here are some of my favorites. Okay. Mystery Meet Mecca. Beautiful. AKA the Spam, Spam Museum. Museum. <laughs> um, you had me at Flap. <laughs> Gross. Do you want to guess which one that was for? Isn't that, um, wasn't that like a, some like surgical? It was the Mutter. The Mutter Museum, yes. <laughs> okay. I knew it. Um, for some reason, our Dr. Seuss Museum episode was called Boners Galore. Because that was what he had called his books, is he had a bunch of books <laughs> called Boners, and then even more Boners, <laughs> even and more then Boners, boners Galore, or something like that. that. <laughs> it's just like, doctor. Oh my god. I'm so glad you remembered why, because I was like reading these and I was like, what, what were we talking about? <laughs> How could we about? have gotten there? Yeah. Um, an untangled garlic knot Beautiful. for the Pizza Hut Museum. Beautiful. I love it. Um, pot roast parfait. Pot for some reason. roast parfait. <laughs> I love that that was the title for the Museum of Failure. Oh. <laughs> like why? I mean, what it doesn't think, doesn't seem like it would sell. I'd I'd buy it. I would buy it. If you're talking, and I think this is what we were talking, pot roast, mashed potatoes, <sighs> gravy, pot roast, mashed potatoes, gravy. All the way down. <laughs> All the way down. I'm buying a million. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm investing in your company. Yeah. Yeah. Sign me up. Um, And possibly one of my favorites. A Waffle Home. Uh, the Waffle House Museum. Beautiful. <laughs> I just, it's so good. Um, okay, so some of mine. <laughs> I really loved in, <laughs> in my first museum that I did, the Baked Bean Museum of Excellence. Yeah. Um, what was the name of that one? That one is maybe my favorite of all time. Okay. Mister is just a salutation. <laughs> Mister is just because, a and we were talking about that because that museum was run by Captain Beanie. Yes. And so we were like, why not Mister Beanie? And you're like, because Mister is just a salutation. <laughs> Captain is like a career. It's a career. <laughs> so I love that one. Um, I also loved um i mean i love the puns yeah the puns are great and so like just the kazoo of us yeah um and then on board with well on board with gourds was not really one no wait that's not what that was called 
Oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, never mind. Oh, for the gourd. Yeah, Museum. the gourd. Oh, Ouija later is the other one Ouija that I was later. Um, I really like, um, not in a vacuum, but because of the, like, content of the museum. Uh-huh. You know it when you see it for uh, the Museum of Bad Art. Yes. Which is one of my favorite museums. One of my favorites and um, one of your best intros. Was that? Because I think Andrew? that was so funny to use. Because that's yeah, where the you know yeah, when you yeah, see yeah, it yeah. came in. And it was such a perfect <laughs> parallel. <laughs> uh, beautiful. Uh, um, and then I also really love when we did the Hangover Museum. Yes. And we you described yourself as a dehydration rising. <laughs> and still true. Yeah. Yeah. Still true. Um but man, a lot of good ones on here. And some also <laughs> and you might have to remind me of the context of this one cuz I know that I said this, but I don't remember what it was about. Okay. <laughs> one step ahead, one leg behind. That was for the spy museum. <laughs> oh, I think we were talking about a one-legged spy. <laughs> oh, so, yikes. <laughs> but it needed to be said. It needed to be said. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Those are some good it. ones. Some good ones. Yeah. Um, and Museum of Bad Art made my favorite episode list. Really? I, I loved that one. I still I think it. about it because you like pulled up the art pieces yes. for me because we were still yeah. doing Zoom. Zoom. Um, and it was just some of those art pieces. I want them all framed. I need them all. I love it. I need them. Okay. Favorite museums? Yeah. So, um, I've got three other, besides Museum of Bad Art, I've got three others on this list. Mm -hmm. And uh, I need to say, these are my favorite, like, museum episodes. Yes. As far as my favorite museums, I mean... Hard to pick. Hard to pick, but two that come right to my mind, Crochet Museum Mm, and um, the Umbrella Cover Museum. Yes, Nancy Three. Nancy Three, love. But favorite episodes, I mean, Penis Museum will always be my number one. I think because it was our first episode, like I poured over the research. Same. I've never read the word penis so many times in my life. Yeah. And and may you never again. And may I never again. The Mm -hmm. videos that I watched for you all to bring you quality content. God help us. God help you. The Leprechaun Museum was a great episode. Oh, yes. I, I was just thinking about that one. Um, so good. Honestly, anytime that we got to have a guest on. A beautiful time. A beautiful time, um, which leads me to my last favorite, which is the Clog Clomping Museum. on a prayer. Clomping on a prayer. I listened to it today because I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? That was such a good one. So fun. And I haven't listened to it probably since it came out. Yeah. Um, and wow, what a great time that was with our bestie, Colleen. Our bestie, Colleen. Yeah. Shout out, Colleen. Clogleen. Clog- Clogleen. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I have so many favorite museums. I really liked a lot of the earlier ones, which kind of goes back to what we were talking about. How like, yeah. have we done all the good ones? Yeah. Um, and so the Baked Bean Museum of Excellence, I think that's such an iconic one. Yeah. 
because an RIP. An RIP. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast. I don't podcast. know if we did. It's very sad. Yeah. But. Captain Beanie um, put the museum up for sale. I mm. reached out to him and we exchanged pleasantries. Aww. I wished him the best um, because Captain Beanie was like not only one of our like first episodes, yeah. but also we did an, you did yeah, an Instagram an, live an with interview. Him. Yeah. We had oh, a great time. Yeah. Oh, he was the best. The best. Um, so that one always holds such mm-hmm. a special place in my heart. Yeah. Um, I really loved, uh, there's just so many. Um, and it's hard cause it's like, I could, we could almost categorize these of like best of food museums, yeah. best of history museums, mm-hmm. best of weird collections museums. Um, my second museum I ever did was Leila's hair museum. And that one, I remember sitting at my dining room table, um, and doing research on like a Tuesday night. So back before we started doing research, like the day before, um, whoops. Um, and I was working on that all week and I remember texting, I was like, I can't believe that the museum I'm doing is real. I cannot wait to tell you about it. Um, that one was very good. Um, so good. So good. I loved um, when we had my sister to do the Pigeon Museum I was and just Library. About that, yeah. Oh, shout out Claire. Shout out Claire. Um, Who I just saw on her Instagram. She went to the Waffle House Museum. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, yeah. she was asked because I knew she was going to be uh, in Atlanta, but I thought she said that um, she wasn't going to be able to make it because well. of I don't know. Well, I'm glad <laughs> you know. Jealous, a little jealous. A little jealous. Um, oh, there's so many good ones. Mm-hmm. I really had a great time when you told me about the Camel Museum. Oh, what was the name of that one? Because it was ridiculous. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, wow, the Camel Museum. We talked a lot about camels that day. We did. I learned. It'd be weird if we hadn't. It'd be weird if we hadn't. I mean, what else can you talk about uh-huh. with the Camel Museum? Uh-huh. But Yeah. Um, but I think maybe my favorite museum and potentially my favorite episode mm-hmm. was the Precious Moments <gasps> Museum. How have we gone this long in this episode? I know. Mentioned? I don't know. I don't know. Um, what? <laughs> hold on. I've got to find the review. Okay, I found the. I found the review. The review of, <laughs> of the century. <laughs> this is from Stefano. Mm-hmm. One star. Yeah. <laughs> Truly a blessed and wonderful place. <laughs> Um, also, I just noticed that in this picture, Stefano is uh, kissing a fish. Oh, so okay. That's sure. weird. I took my grandchildren there and they were giggling the entire time with glee. Love that. It's possible they were making fun, yeah. but I don't know. But depends on how old they were. Mm-hmm. The Italy tasted exactly <laughs> as I would expect. The peak of high cuisine. Okay. You can't tell me. That the Italy at the Precious Moments in Museum. Joplin, Missouri, in Joplin, Missouri, is the peak of high cuisine. Yeah, maybe like stoned cuisine. Yeah, maybe. I couldn't help but to spend an hour in the adorable Precious Moments gift shop. 
an hour. I'm so grateful to be able to grace my house with more of the Lord's blessing from this <laughs> heavenly place. Shut, Shut up, up, Stefano. <laughs> <laughs> the only complaint I have is Debbie wouldn't let us into the Timmy Tower. Such a scumbag. She is such a scumbag. <laughs> But a beautiful sight. (laughs) I simply cannot wait to visit again next week. week. (laughs) May the Heavenly Father smile down upon this holy place. One star. (laughs) (laughs) It being one star. That's the funniest part. That's the funniest part. Just, oh my God. Um, And then on the other other end of the spectrum, we get Anna Lee, Mm -hmm. uh, who says... Creepiest place on the entire planet, and one of the gates to hell probably exists there. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and it's in their recreation of the Sistine Chapel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I love, I loved that, this museum. That was so perfect. God, it was so good. I <laughs> love some of these reviews. Let me look through some of my old ones. Yeah. And see some of my fave reviews. Okay, Potato Museum. Mm hmm. <laughs> uh Pramod gave it two stars. It is good if you have a kid and want to teach them about potatoes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they charge six bucks per head. It is not the best six bucks six bucks spent. There is also fries. <laughs> but nothing beats five guys fries. <laughs> That's my opinion. <laughs> But just bringing Five Guys fries into this unprompted. And like, (laughs) and for why? Imagine hoping that the potato, the Idaho (laughs) Potato Museum's French fries are somehow going to be better than than an establishment that serves burgers and fries. Burgers and fries. Potentially billions of fries every day. It's so funny. It's (laughs) so fun. That's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. Um, This one has a lot of good ones um, because then three stars from Roy and Roy says was when Capone and I were chilling at Tana's so he could heal after his surgery. And then the best part about it is the response from the owner. Yeah. Hi, Roy. Thank you for the review. I hope Mr. Capone is well on his way to a full recovery. I... Best regards, Tish. Tish. And then an iconic review uh-huh. from student Gabriel Lemos. Mm-hmm. One star. Jason, you suck. <laughs> and it's pictures of shoes, shoes right? Just shoes. <laughs> Jason, you do suck. You do suck. And honestly. you've always sucked. Wow. Oh my God. Some of these reviews, I tell you what. Oh. They're just amazing. Um, okay, let's find some more of these. I just saw the <laughs> oh, the Jello Museum. Oh, the Jello Museum. What a time that was! Dessert salad, I believe, was the was, name. Of that. It was, in fact, the name and disgusting. So disgusting. Um, this one has a one star review from Angie. Uh huh. My new husband and I planned our honeymoon to the Jello Museum, <laughs> which I'm taking notes. Yeah. We drove 200 miles to visit. <laughs> According to the website, it opened on Saturday starting April 1st. We went on April 2nd and the first Saturday it should have been opened. It was not open. Very disappointing. Yeah. They should update 
website or something. Or something. I mean, a honeymoon feels pretty high stakes. Yeah. Might have been worth a call before you drove the 200 miles. Yeah. Pick up that phone, girl. Because there's nothing else really in uh, Leroy, New York, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) It's not the most that New York has to offer. No, there's other places, (laughs) arguably, that might have more touristy things to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, man, there's so many good museums. <laughs> when we did Vinegar Valentines. Vinegar Valentines. Vin Vals. And uh, shout out Patreon supporters. We yeah. sent Vinegar Valentines. That we did. That we did. That we did. What a time. What a time. Okay, I would like to do some like honorable mentions of the best um immature history episodes overall yeah i know we talked a little bit about um the what's it called um the themes the best accidental themes yes here's a theme yeah. extreme ironing and the sport of shin yes <laughs> yes oh my god that Shin-kicking. one was so good um i just remembered Maybe my actual favorite. Okay. Um, <laughs> immature history, which I'm just going to read. Okay. Great. Um, <laughs> I'm excited. This is the Wikipedia article for Seamus Romney. I knew that that's what you were going to say. <laughs> I knew it because This is the funniest thing. It's literally so fucking good. It's so good. The number one the fact that this dog's name is Seamus. Seamus. Seamus Romney. Seamus Romney. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um all right. In June 1983, the Romney family, we all know them. Yeah left their Belmont, Massachusetts home on their way to Romney's parents' cottage in Beach Pines, Ontario, for an annual vacation along the shore of Lake Huron. Mm-hmm. Their dog, Seamus, rode in a carrier on the roof of the family's Chevrolet Caprice station wagon for the 12-hour trip. Not, not a good yeah, choice. guys don't do that. Romney, as in Mitt, had built a windshield for the carrier to make the ride more comfortable for the dog. <laughs> during <laughs> during the 650 mile trip Seamus got diarrhea oh Seamus <laughs> the Romneys were first alerted to that that's so embarrassing for poor Seamus I just wish that Mitt Romney when uh, inevitably a microphone had been put in his face to discuss this mm-hmm. that he had said he has shamed us. Shamed us. He shamed us. So shamed us. Yeah. Um, the Romneys were first alerted to the Irish setter's bowel issues when Tag Romney noticed brown liquid pouring down the back window, followed immediately <sighs> by him and his younger brothers yelling in disgust. Oh. Romney stopped at a gas station to wash the dog, the carrier, and the car. With Seamus back in the carrier, the family continued on their way. <laughs> Um, in 2007 it was reported that Ingrid Newkirk president of the people for the ethical treatment of animals PETA criticized Romney about this incident responding to PETA Romney said quote my dog likes fresh air (laughs) okay Okay. I mean 
like roll how, the window down like how often do you get like pl- like you know you get so happy that you have diarrhea yeah. <laughs> that's not how that happens <laughs> that's not how diarrhea works uh in 2012 uh post dogs against romney protest outside the westminster dog show mm-hmm. <laughs> which is dogs against romney <laughs> uh macarthur animal hospitals dr rostrum was contacted by slate about the plausibility of the romney's claim seamus just had to poop in his crate Quote, the dogs prefer clean environments. That's why the principle of crate training is to give them a space large enough to move around in, but small enough that they don't want to defecate inside. She added Seamus's loose stool is likely indicative of, quote, high levels of stress. Oh, I know it's very sad. Yeah. Um, but that honestly is one of the funniest stories I've ever read. Oh, it's so good. It's so funny. Seamus also not Mitt Romney naming his dog Seamus and his son tag yeah hey Dude, my god you got those, those backwards <laughs> flip them tag is a dog's name <laughs> and Seamus is a pirate it's name. a pirate's name or a leprechaun yeah, for sure oh man um God, I could just talk about these. I all could day. talk honestly. Forever. I would also like to give a shout out to two icons we discussed. Yes, Earring Magic Ken and Gay Bob. The best, the best of the, the best. best dolls. The best dolls. Some of the best gays. Uh, yeah, some of the best <laughs> gays I've ever known. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Leroy had something to Leroy's say. Leroy's like, that. okay. Um. <laughs> I think he uh, just came out. Um. <laughs> okay, other favorite episodes that I thought of. Mm-hmm. Um, George H. W. Bush's broccoli statements. Yeah, that yes, I hate broccoli. That same episode was uh, the Hitler teapot. <laughs> <laughs> that was an iconic one. Iconic. <laughs> the Hitler teapot. Dude. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. I mean. Really good. Another um, kind of accidental pun was accidental pun. Accidental theme was when you did Shakespeare's boner puns. Uh huh. And I did when Boris Johnson won a poetry contest. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just a bunch of boners. Just a bunch of boners. Just a bunch of famous guys. Just a bunch of dicks. Yeah. Um. Yeah, wow. I could go on and on. And I will. And I will. Um, I'm crying that I just read The Beef Thief. The Beef Thief. I don't know what that one is. I don't either. We have a lot of beef-centric stories in here. You know? The Kentucky Meat Shower. Yeah. It's the funniest. It's the funniest. Uh, Leroy. It's the funniest meat. It's the funniest meat. Uh, wow. Leroy. Oh, we did the history of mooning and the mad pooper all in one episode. That was a good theme. Butts. Butts. I remember because I I read that description today and it said, hold on to your butts, campers. Yeah. We've got an accidental theme. The devil's footprints. Oh. Where it was, you know, when there's only one set of footprints, that's when the devil carried you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that devil. I love it. 
I love it. <laughs> chicken eyeglasses. Chicken eyeglasses. Chicken eyeglasses. And then also the one where it was, I think it was the Harry Potter world one that you did where you talked about witchcraft, uh-huh. mystery witchcraft, and it was chicken legs. <laughs> Chicken legs holding up a holding house. up a house, and I was like, "How funny would it be if they weren't like f- to scale? Yeah, like they were just actual size, like the tiniest legs, but I a house on top of it, uh, which I think." You, I would assume you're thinking like thousands of chicken legs. I was thinking just two. Fa- okay, same. just a pair. Same. Just a pair. Just two in the middle of the foundation, <laughs> barely noticeable. It's like, why is this four inches above the ground? <laughs> We're close to water. We, we gotta are. get those. And we stilts. are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Anything. Any other fond memories? I mean, they're all so fond. They're all so fond. But I do have some thank yous that I'd like to share. I am very grateful to have been a part of making this podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, To our Patreon supporters, you all helped us create and deliver this podcast. We cannot begin to say thank you enough. No. Um, To all of the listeners... Uh, number one who are you (laughs) Uh, number two you're literally the reason podcasts even exist so thank you so much for this not being just you're the star of the show a black hole yeah um i want to say thank you to my mom for listening to every Every single single episode i also want to say thank you to your mom because i don't think anyone in my family did (laughs) She's the only, I'm sure she's the only one in my family who's listened to every single episode, but like so supportive and an amazing mom. And thank you so, so much. Thank you. And Madison. Oh no. (laughs) I, this podcast has brought us even closer together, which I did not think was possible. Yeah, We literally lived together for like a long time. (laughs) For like a long time. And I, uh, could not have asked for a better co-creator and I just am so grateful for these years that we've been doing this I know ditto (laughs) ditto retweet finger guns right back at ya (laughs) can you tell okay guys which one of us is the Pisces and which one of us is the Capricorn yeah it's a it's a real mystery yeah um I'll echo those things especially to our patrons our friends our you know now friends who were at one point you know like when we started this podcast we're strangers people we just kind of found yeah um who have listened so regularly and faithfully and been so supportive like that means so much and I mm-hmm. think like there would be times where I'm like man like this is a lot of work and you know what if it's only reaching like 20 or 30 people and yeah um you know kind of to that note I remember one time like saying that exact thing to Matt I was like what if I'm, what if it's all of this and it's only like 20 people and Matt was like okay but if 20 people were in our house right now yeah. you would you would have a, a panic attack and tell them to leave <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, it would be too many people for yeah. you and I was like that's a great point yeah um and so like thanks Matt yeah um <laughs> for and thanks Matt for doing all the design yeah um, oh my gosh how could we God forget bless. I mean it was years ago it was years ago you, so he's you know um <laughs> 
but yeah and so especially thank you to the patrons um for believing in us so much that you were like here's some of my literal cash that's crazy yeah Um, and I think like the thing is we started this as just like a fun project, it was a project because you and I love history yeah. and I feel like we both were needing to like connect more friendship wise. Yeah, absolutely. And like who would have thought that so many people would have wanted to be a part of this thing and listen yeah. to it and support us and it's yeah. just been it's magical. It's crazy. I know. And just like the, yeah, on Instagram, like I don't know, just all the people we've met and, um, you know, we talked to people who we got emails from people who, um, you know, worked at these museums and like, I don't know, that was just the best. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, not to flatter ourselves, but I like to think that we had, you know, we played like a small part in, you know, like celebrating museums and getting the word out there about how like weird yeah. <laughs> and fun they can be and they're not at just a all time, stuffy and boring at a time where like when we started this they were all shut down they were all shut down yeah and um it was nice to be a part of like helping people remember like yeah hey these are still you know entities like these yeah. are still yeah and they still were contributing yeah. to culture absolutely yeah yeah um and we will continue going yeah. to museums all oh, the time. I'll never stop. No. Um, and we'll continue reading weird Wikipedia articles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just, you know, I, I could sit here and talk about how grateful and mm-hmm. um, how lovely this has all been. And um, But I think that I would like to say campers. We love you so, so much. Uh, and we won't see you next time. Yeah, we'll see you around. <laughs> we'll see you around we'll the miss internet. You. Yeah, on the internet. And we love you. Yeah, we love you. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm okay. How much of that do you think was usable? Yeah, none of it. <laughs> From the top. From the top. <laughs>